Hey guys, and welcome back to the 40-yard line. It is Friday, April 14th here in Austin, Texas. It is a beautiful, balmy 78 degrees. It's and not. It's He's not at making all. making up numbers. It's like I, 63 or something like that. I haven't been outside today. Yeah. It's whatever. I haven't been outside today. I'm currently having a line fruit popsicle and having a beautiful day because I, Jacob, JC Campos. I'm getting my senior ring today. So oh, I am so in a, happy. I'm in a great little mood this He's morning. been kicking his feet on his chair because his legs don't go all the way to the floor when he sits in chairs. So You're he's, he's ass. We're <laughs> <laughs> cursing within the first one minute. Um, <laughs> a few shout-outs that Evan's going to give. Uh, well, shout-out to JC because he's getting his ring. I'm very proud of him. Yes. Um, number two, shout-out Mark V. He's my father. Birthday yesterday. Hey. Um, got to love Mark. Um, Happy birthday, Mark. Yeah, exactly. He's turning 57. Oh. And... You know, great guy. Another shout out. Speaking of DC, the Commanders—they're free. They're free. Dan Snyder selling the team six billion dollars. We could have put that together. We could have put that about six billion, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If I had to hit a few parlays, probably. Yeah, that Sixers guy, um, Michael Harris, I want to say something like that. Got the team. It doesn't matter who it got was the a team. Sixers guy. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't really matter. Dan Snyder's gone. The bad man's gone. Gotta love it. Uh, Evan gets a baseball shot on here, too. The Rays are 13-0 at the time we're recording this. Hopefully, I don't jinx it for today's game, but that's pretty sick. The next closest team is nine wins, so that's awesome. But another, another baseball shout-out? The Rangers aren't complete dog water. Yeah. They're the first 13 yeah, games, they're, I was not expecting. They're like a surprisingly pretty good to average team. I think they're nice. three above 500 right yeah. now. Yeah. Which I was not expecting yeah. at all. Yeah, Nats aren't even close to that, so. Yeah, and... But, Without further ado, let's get to the sad portion of today's oh, show. Yeah. Um, just a quick little notes, uh, real quick. If you have not seen it, definitely check out Steve Sarkeesian's podcast interview he had this past weekend. I'm not really sure which group it was with, but if you go to like any big Texas Twitter, they have a bunch of clips posted from there. So go check out some big Texas fan football Twitter accounts. Uh, we had a couple notable, I, one of them's notable. We had some <laughs> transfers leave uh, from the University of Texas Austin football program. Brendan Thompson, sophomore wide receiver. I mean, Evan, it just made sense. The guy was never yeah. going to get out there. I mean, there's about six, seven guys who are probably ahead of him. Savion Red's already swapped positions to running back, so. It's a load of wide receiver. Yeah. He was never going to get out and, there. And Thompson's great, but, like, you know, he, he was a, he's a track guy. He, he ran track here, but Niblet's just as fast, and he's mm. a higher seat t- starred prospect. I mean, there's no way Thompson's getting playing time. Hopefully he goes to a school that'll give him playing time, but I like that. Jake Brown. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> Derek Brown as well, linebacker, a bit undersized. If you guys don't remember, he um, he was one of the big kind of like Twitter recruiters for Texas, committed very early, was a big fan of the school, which is unfortunate because it's obviously he cared a lot about his program and, and had a lot of faith in Sark. But another guy who it just seems like probably during camp he's noticed that he hasn't gotten much playing time. Oh, well. Um, kinda, kinda, yeah, kind of undersized, not really an edge rusher, not big enough for that, not really a good enough tackle to be a like off-ball linebacker. Well, so I mean, when Jalen Ford – and Anthony Hill are taking pictures posted up together, like yeah. in the co-op and like all over campus. And everywhere. You know that it's just gonna be hard for anyone else to get out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm no I would not be surprised if Anthony Hill touts out tomorrow, for those of you who don't know, tomorrow's our spring game. I would not be surprised if tomorrow tomorrow at one PM Anthony Hill touts out there right alongside Jalen Ford is on our starting number one team. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I I, would I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. And I think that as soon as Jalen Catalan, he will not be playing tomorrow. But as soon as, as soon as he's healthy, he's going to be out there as a starter, too. Yeah, I mean, he's like a safety hybrid as well, which is really nice. I mean, kind of like what Overshone was, a little more safety than Overshone is. But, you know, Overshone started as a safety, so we got well, a lot sure. of athleticism on this, this defense. And, well, as well as, like, Overshone was just an athletic freak, though. Yeah, that, that guy was is crazy. Um, but, I mean, Catalan was what? He was he was All-SEC, right, as a freshman? Yeah, yeah. He, he was a very good player. Just injury problems have, have hindered him, but that's but, the guy we're excited for. I mean, Ryan Watts struggled with injury too at Ohio State. He got here and had a pretty healthy season. Mm-hmm. So very good season. We can really hope. I'm really excited for Ryan Watts this season. Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who are you most excited to see play tomorrow in the spring game? I mean, I'd be lying if it wasn't Arch Manning. Uh, it's got to be. If he gets some throws out, I'm, I'm going to be very happy. But probably uh, a few who I think are going to get good playing time, probably Cedric Baxter. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm really curious what's going to happen with the running back position and We've heard so much good things about him, and apparently Sark loves him. So, you know, yeah. five-star number one running back. Let's see what he's got. See if he's see if he's going to do what they should have done to Bijan his first year. I am really interested to see that as well, just because the fact that Keelan Robinson is recovering from that hernia surgery that he underwent like two days after the Alamo Bowl. Mm-hmm. Robinson's not going to play tomorrow. No. He has been practicing over the last like ten days or so, but he's not fully ready to get back in there. But I mean, I'm just really interested to see because it's going it's going to be a Bijan Roshan type beat. I think. Yeah. I think, and the thing is Cedric Baxter. His hands are not saying they're as good as Bijan, but Cedric's got great hands. Yeah. So, I mean... He can catch out of the backfield. There's definitely a chance that if Baxter's all he's touted up to be, 
he could probably overtake Robinson in this backfield mm-hmm. by the end of the season. Well, and Keelan's also not there to be the like the running back. Keelan's, he's, a, Keelan's a twelve touch a game guy. Yeah, and he's he's a gadget guy. You want him you want him running routes. You want him blocking. Have him do whatever you need him to do, but not as much as the straight uphill running, yeah. just going in between the tackles. You're not going to expect that much from him. Well, I mean, who's going to be our Roshan Johnson? Because that was that was his job. You know, Roshan was just in between the tackles. I mean, Jonathan Brooks maybe. Jonathan maybe. Brooks is he's more of a speed guy, but he he you know. He's still a good runner, so we'll just have to see. Baxter could be that. It's just gonna be, it's gonna be a big room, and we'll see who who pops out out of that. Big room, big wide receiver room. Texas A&M had their five star all SEC <laughs> freshman offensive tackle transfer out. You guys know me. What do I do on this show? I live at their misery, and you know for the first <laughs> time in a long time, <laughs> Texas football is rolling out with a three deep offensive line tomorrow. Yep. And it's it's been a long time since we've said those words. While since Texas has had that, very uh, excited about very that. Very happy about that. As well. I mean, you can make the argument unless we see this huge improvement on the defensive line from all of our year two guys that our defensive line is going to be the weakest part this year of the Texas football talent squad. Probably, yeah. So I wouldn't argue with that. I'm at all. I'm very much invested in watching this defensive line play tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hopefully, they don't get absolutely bullied by the O line. Um, switching over to basketball because there were a lot, a lot of names. That I'm sorry, have... you know me. The second like football's back. Oh no, no, no. You no, know no. where my mind no, goes. No, no. Let's you let's know where I'm at. Um, basketball. There's been some some interesting things. First of all, Dylan Mitchell and Tyrese Hunter are entered into the draft. Yeah, they can come back. For, they have eligibility to come back to college. It's probably going to be a thing. I'm hopeful that if they're not first round picks, they just go back to Texas. I think that's something that could happen. Rumors have it that Dylan Sue is also leaning towards the draft. Yeah, but if you have eligibility to go back to college, you might as well test the water. And I'm hopeful that both of them will come back because I just don't see them either being first round picks. And I would, I would think that Mitchell sees it himself as someone that can be after one more season of playing really well. And if he works in the offseason with some NBA scouts and they tell him, listen, you're a second round pick, maybe next year you're a first, he would probably come back and play. I disagree. You don't think at all? I don't think Mitchell's coming back. I think that a team in the late 20s is going to see Mitchell as a project. And they're going to be okay with taking that hit. I, I could very well see Mitchell going 24. Yeah. I, I think I don't think Mitchell comes back. I think Tyrese Hunter comes back. I just think he played so mediocre this past year. Not to dog on him, because I do like Dylan Mitchell, but there's no stats there that you could make an argument is first-round caliber stats. Like you said, it's the potential that he brings. But he really needs to show teams that he has a game outside of lobs. People, people have made worse draft picks before. So. Yeah, that's the argument. People have done stupider things. I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to be successful. Oh, I'm and, not saying, and I'm not saying it's a 100% chance he comes back, but yeah. I just don't think he's shown enough to really be a first-round pick in the NBA. I completely agree, but also NBA GMs are really dumb sometimes. You know? I'm not high on Mitchell at all, unless he comes back for one more year of college. I'm not saying that because I want him back, because personally, you know. Oh, I definitely want him back. I just, you know, he's okay, but I just, anyway, regardless. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Cole Boss gonna be starting next season. Uh, Hopefully <laughs> not. We did, we did see him recently. We in did. His he car. me with yeah. his Jeep yesterday. That was sick. Uh, Arterio Morris has also gone to the portal. Highly touted recruit, five star. Everyone's gonna be jumping all over him. Yeah, um, he was. I, he, I want to say he was the number one point guard in this class, right? Which, I think so yeah. as well. Uh, you can ask Evan. This is the one that upset me the most. Oh yeah, yeah. This one I was. Um, yeah. This one hurts. This one I got really upset over. Words were said. Pillows were smashed. Pillows were stomped. I was very upset that we lost Arterio Morris. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. And uh, then it just got really worse from there. Uh, and then yesterday at 11.30, A.J. Johnson, our five-star from California, our point guard, decommitted and is now going to Australia to play in the Australian Professional League over there. And then you're thinking, okay, well, it's okay. We still have Rowan. No, Rowan decommitted last week as well. <laughs> yeah. Enter the transfer portal. He's in Georgetown. So Texas is now entering without Marcus Carr, without Arterio Morris, without Tyrese Hunter, without Dylan Mitchell, without Christian Bishop, without Timmy Allen, Timmy Allen, Allen Rice, probably Dylan DeSue. Now no Brumbaugh. Yeah, no Brumbaugh, who is ready after a year in Texas system. So who are you running it with next year? Ron Holland and Brock Cunningham. Yeah. <laughs> and that's saying if Holland commits and stays at this point. Yeah, I don't think Holland's decommitting. Johnson's, I feel like people are dogging on Terry for the Johnson decommit. Uh, maybe the Arterio Morris thing, you can put a little bit on Terry because it's probably that Morris is just... I don't put anything on Johnson. Or I don't put anything on Terry for the Johnson. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, Johnson's going to play, make a lot of money in Australia, and 
try to become a first or top 10 pick because, you know, LaMelo Ball's done it. He went to New Zealand, I want to say. And, yeah, and, and these players that go abroad and get professional play and play really well, that, you know, you're betting on yourself. If it goes bad, it can go bad. But if you look good while playing against other professional players, that is what teams want to see. And he's going to make a salary out there. He's going to be a professional athlete. You can't you can't knock him too much. Get a chance to play in another country. You can't. It's just it's just really frustrating. Yeah, it's after, frustrating. After you've been so adamant and vocal about Texas. But then, you know, I did a little snooping. <laughs> I did a little sleuthing last night. Um, after the um, Como se dice, uh, after the um, Elite Eight loss, Texas basketball actually did not post again about AJ Johnson. Huh. They were only posting about Holland. That's interesting. Which, you know, I was like, that's interesting. Maybe they knew. <laughs> Maybe they knew. Um, regardless, you know, everyone's really hard on Terry already because they're casuals <laughs> uh, yeah. and dumb. Not all of this is on Terry. Well, and, you know, he's been hired for two weeks and they expect so much good to happen in two weeks when most of the things that happen in two weeks for basketball teams after the after March is, is transfers out. Because mm-hmm. it's easier to transfer, put yourself in the portal than get someone from a portal. Well, let's so, talk about the potential good thing that he could do. Yeah. Maybe, well, by, mean, maybe by the end of this weekend. I mean, Max Admus, who was at Oral Roberts recently, I want to see he averaged 24 points a game last, uh, I think it was around 24. He is this great all-around point guard for Oral Roberts. And obviously the competition is not as high as you'd want, but apparently it is fully down to us and Kansas State as the two teams that could get him. And that would be a huge get. That is your starting point guard right there. Big, big play guy. Kind of like Serge Abari Rice. Rice come from a little different situation because New Mexico State is a bit better competition. But Admus will be able to score in the Big 12. I'm sure of that. And that would be a huge, huge get. The point guard for the team, say Hunter maybe comes back, then that's good. And, you know, it's probably it's probably not, you know, going to change the world if we get him. And you still need a lot more people. But that's a good start. And at least it would show that Terry is working in, in the transfer portal. 40-yard line breaking news. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, hopefully. Well, okay. Hang on. Before I say what I'm saying, I don't like the quarterback. I don't support the quarterback, but I'm happy with this signing. The Cleveland Browns has signed our boy, Texas X, Marquise Goodwin. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. Yeah, I was just really excited when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I think he could actually be really good there. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good fit. I mean, that and Roger Shaver room is clogged now. It's, mm-hmm. it's him, DPJ, Elijah Moore. Weird room, actually, but... And um, Amari Cooper out there. <laughs> yeah, Amari Cooper. He's, like, the only guarantee in that group. Um, yeah, sorry. I know. No, no, you're I, good. I, I, yeah, I was well, he, like... uh, Since we're not on camera, he, he kind of pumped fake to me, or did a little, little fist pump, and I was like, yeah. what, what happened? I, like, I, was, got, I got up to go get some water, and he was, yeah. like, looking at me. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, mm, I'm excited. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah. Uh, and as well, uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. We might get one of the Pokes transfers as well. Yeah, that's speculation State, right? about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, no, it wasn't State. It was um, Boone, C- Caleb Boone. I want to say it was. I think you're right. It was the guy who was averaging like he, forward, about averaging like about like eleven and six. I think it was his. Uh, I think it's Boone. Um, we, we, we should probably be better on that, but no, it is um, Boone. It, it is Boone. Boone. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, Cisse is also in the in the portal. He's a big shot blocker, but um, we'll see what happens. It's obvious that this Texas team right now. Well. Actually, we were wrong. Oh, it's not him? It was Keelan Boone. Really? We it's not Caleb? No, we, we mixed the twins oh, up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, it's all right. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> well, Texas right now has only two really rostered guys. They have up to three more that could come in if you know the dra- guys don't get drafted in DSU, Hunter, and Mitchell. But that is at least, what, four transfers that need to come in. And uh, I know Shedrick from Virginia Tech has been a guy that they've looked at. Um, I don't think Jesse Edwards has us in his top three. We'll, but, we'll, um, we'll be taking four. We'll yeah, be taking four, four guys at portal. least, it seems like. And it's going to be a, a guard. It's going to be a big man. It's going to be a shooter. It's going to be a wing. I, I mean, think it's, it's just all the four positions. This is what Beard did when he came in, too, though. Yeah. I mean, our roster Beard's first year was like six portal guys. Yeah. my mm-hmm. Just my hope and the problem with Beard get, you know coming out this year is that we have two recruits, two, two big recruits. Obviously, one of them is now gone. But because Terry came in, we didn't get depth in our recruiting class. Mm-mm. So I really hope we do get some transfers that aren't seniors because I, I this team is going to be in a really bad spot if it's one and dones again this year. We so. just we can't afford three consecutive seasons of one and dones. Yeah, exactly. Know? Like Marcus Carr, we got lucky with Marcus Carr committing to stay and Christian Bishop. That Timmy doesn't happen as well. Timmy yeah. and Dylan DeSue. That doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And you know it's really frustrating that the second the vets are gone, all the young guys leave. Yeah, I agree. But. Regardless, moving on, Texas basketball, 
Uh, we were really helpful three weeks ago. We're on the down swing right now. <laughs> yeah, our, our, this compared to our podcast from a few weeks ago when yeah. we were like, well, this guy, well, Arterio, I have Hunter. Hopefully yeah. there's an upswing soon. Um, Maybe when I'm back home, I'll get to watch a Rome Brumbaugh Georgetown game. Whatever. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> I think Ed Cool is their coach now. <laughs> I never want to hear his name ever again. Yeah. Um, but Texas and Rodney Terry got some work to do. Oh, yeah. Um, shout out also Steve Sarkeesian on the football podcast. He said any player that ever enters the transfer portal will never be welcome back. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I think that's really that's cool. cool. And the second he said that, four guys entered the portal. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we didn't mention two of them, because if I'm being honest, they weren't very relevant. And I the the other two weren't relevant. Yeah, exactly. Important. But uh, this, is, this is Sark's team now. This is Sark's roster. So I'm transitioning out of my basketball mindset, because, you know, I'm going to keep my peace. As my friend Fernandez says, I'm going to keep my peace. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay happy, because I get to see Papa Quinn tomorrow. <laughs> Papa Quinn. Because Quinn Ewers will have a better career than Arch Manning. And that's... He loves that's, that. I will always say that till the day I die. I'm uh, a Quinn Ewers believer, and next week on this podcast, when I tell you how accurate he was and how he was able to thread the needle between two defenders' hands, I wish I could mute you. Quinn Ewers is the messiah. That's how confident I am. Well, you gotta get back into your basketball mindset because we got some playing games to talk about. Ugh, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Le goat. Uh, Le goat. Yeah, we'll start with the Lakers. Um, oh, interesting yeah. game. Nobody, nobody wanted to win. No one wanted to win that <laughs> no game. Um, Carl Anthony Towns decided, oh, I'm gonna turn into Jesus for the first half and then just like score two more points for the rest of the game. That was really funny. Um, he looked really good and then it looked really bad. Yep. Anthony Edwards should be arrested for what how he played. That uh, was yeah. that was disgusting. Three for seventeen, zero for nine from three. Uh, that was hilarious. If you're you're doing that, you're trying to become a star in the NBA. Two of your starters go out because of stupid stuff, and then you do that. I mean, that's just unacceptable for Edwards. I know he's young, but um, yeah, Timberwolves pretty much played their starting five. It doesn't five. matter. You've had playoff experience before. Yeah, he like, sh- he should be. You know how high the stakes are, and you know Gobert isn't there. You should have played a lot better than but you did. For those who didn't catch it, it was it was quite a wild game. Timberwolves last second. Three, well, actually, I'll go back a little bit. Dennis Schroeder played a great game for the Lakers, and he hit a go-ahead three. Oh, with I, about I got you, I got you. Go ahead. All right, twelve seconds left. Ball's yeah. inbounded to Braun. Braun takes it up to the uh, to the right wing, right, and uh, you know he like does a little fake to the left, goes off, drives baseline, reverses, and then you immediately have four Timberwolves collapse on him. So he goes up, and then he goes for a reverse layup, and then throws just a solid <clears throat> chest pass. <clears throat> To Dennis Schroeder, bang, automatic, should have, that should have ended the game. Yeah. And then with 1.7 seconds left on the clock, Anthony Davis came around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Mike Conley corner three, off balance, the shot ended up hitting the side of the backboard, but Anthony Davis on the follow-through block attempt fouled him, Mike Conley icing his veins, hit all three. (laughs) Goober, goober. (laughs) I mean, that first free throw was terrifying. Oh, it, it hit the rim like three times. Yeah, that was somehow that went in. Um, but it, the Lakers did did handle business in overtime. Only four points for the Timberwolves in overtime, which is pretty funny. LeBron and Anthony Davis both had pretty good games, apart from that weird Davis thing. The the one the one fear with the Lakers right now is that you know Schroeder played well, but who's that next guy? Because D'Angelo Russell was ice cold. He only had two points. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. I think he should be. Russell will be all right. But he it, just had a rough game. Th- this was a concerning game for that next dude. Because Shooter played well, I don't think you can rely on him to be your third guy with LeBron and AD. Hachimura's there. He had a pretty decent game. Played a lot, mm, but... He had a pretty terrible fourth quarter. But he didn't shoot the ball. He played defense. He That's what they t- had him in. I agree, but he had a terrible fourth yeah. quarter, like, offensively. Yeah, but, I mean, they don't. They didn't really ask him to shoot that much. He only shot eight times this game, so... Look how many threes he missed in the fourth. That was a lot. Yeah, but... Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Random Rui Hachimura hate for no reason. Yeah, there's a little bit. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sorry um, Rui. <laughs> Lakers playing the Grizzlies. What are your thoughts on that series? I'm going to keep it real with y'all. The Lakers are taking the series to seven. Are they winning it in seven, or are they taking it to seven? Don't know yet. Okay. I got I to gotta watch that first game and feel it out. I <laughs> so really... your prediction is I got to see one of the seven games to make a prediction? Yes. Okay, right now, here's the thing. is You guys know me. I'm a... I'm a LeBron lover. <laughs> I'm always going to be. And honestly, I don't really care who you are unless you're the Kevin Durant sons. I don't want to see a healthy, healthy Anthony Davis and a healthy LeBron James. I mean, you can easily make the argument that they have the, the two best players in this series. At least two of the top you do. three. Yeah. Two of the top three. Two yeah. of the top three. John Morant's right there below that cusp. Mm-hmm. Um, Darvin Ham 
if he gets it together offensively, because his team has figured it out defensively. Yeah. Over the last few weeks, since the All-Star break, they figured it out defensively. But if Darvin Ham can get this team to figure it out offensively, and honestly, if they can just get Anthony Davis, I mean, you get Anthony Davis getting Jaron Jackson into foul trouble. Yeah. Jaron Jackson, there's really not, fouls a lot. There's not too many guys behind him that can do what they, he does. Well, Steven Adams is out. And Steven Adams is so. out. You're right. So what's, you know, Kenny Lofton? going to do against Anthony Davis. I don't think Kenny Lofton should be getting minutes against I, Anthony Davis. I think this is going to be a big Anthony Davis series. And, you know, um, the Grizzlies, they just don't have big enough stout guys. I mean, nobody in the NBA does. No, They don't have big enough guys to go up against LeBron James. Oh, definitely. So I think this series is going to seven. I'm taking the Lakers in seven. That's fair. I will say um, they do have my, my goat, Santi Aldama. Shut there. up. Shut <laughs> up. To guard Stop talking. Santi Aldama. <laughs> I will say on the flip side though is that I mean John Morant's gonna be unleashed this series. There's there's just no there's I think he's you know energized. He's finally fully back. And as much as he had a lot of controversy this year, he's fully loaded like the he's, gun. He he's had. a yeah yep um, yeah uh, he's a great player. Uh, God um, that one threw you off. Yeah I yep. wasn't ready for that. But I, I just don't. It's the same thing. I don't know who's guarding Anthony Davis. I don't know who's guarding John Morant. It's, I mean Daniel Russell's not doing that. I don't think Austin Reeves. Can Austin Reeves maybe. I, I, I do think he's gonna he's gonna go crazy this series. I think I think this is gonna be a pretty easy Grizzlies series. I'm not gonna lie. This this Timberwolves game and like the last few Lakers games of the regular season have not given me confidence. Uh, I you know I know LeBron is LeBron and Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis, but I I just think that the the Grizzlies are more set to win this series. I think it's, I think it's like a five or six for them. No, you gotta like inside say it right now five. You didn't say. You said they're gonna play <laughs> but in seven. I eventually made a decision. Yeah, because I like, bullied you into making a decision. Okay, well I came to a decision. Yeah, because you so said you're, Grizzlies and you're gonna go at me for not making a decision when you didn't even pick a team to win. I eventually did. <laughs> yeah, after I called you. Yeah, Grizzlies and five. Sure. Grizzlies and five. On All the right. other side, you're wrong. Okay, actually no, we'll, we'll do we'll do the same same Western Conference. Oh, uh, this was a fantastic game. Oklahoma City Thunder. Fantastic game. Beat the Pelicans and this Thunder rebuild. I mean. They're, they're, you know, you'd say they've been rebuilding for, what, one and a half seasons, and they're already having a play-and-win as the 10 seed? Nobody wants to see this team in three years. Yep. They have three guys already who look like they could be all-stars. I mean, Shea's already on the on the cusp. He might even already be a superstar. Giddy's an all-star. Giddy's not yet. I mean... He could get there. He's getting there. Yeah, he's his, getting there. His passing's beautiful. J-Dub is an amazing player. He, he's been great. He didn't play as well this game, but... Gotta love him. Chet Holmgren's waiting on the wing uh, for next season. What is that but, skinny freaking? But do? I mean, Josh Giddy, thirty-one points, ten assists, nine rebounds, fifty percent shooting. Shea Gillis Alexander, thirty-two points on the fifty percent shooting. Those two dominated the Pelicans, and yeah. I saw someone tweet this out, um, and I, I really agreed with it. If I'm Brandon Ingram, I'm so pissed at Zion right now because I'm saying, "Hey Zion, you're supposed to be this generational talent. You're supposed to be helping me." You've not helped us in the playoffs ever. Yeah. I have to rely on Herb Jones to be my next guy, and that's not happening. <laughs> and CJ McCollum also had a very poor performance. Awful, awful. What, game three from points? CJ three points with McCollum? Like no, I mean, six had, points? No, he had 14, but it wasn't a, a good 14. No, five of 15. Yeah, he yeah. shot 33% from the field and had one three all game, which is not what you expect from CJ McCollum. I mean, in any world where you're letting Trey Murphy take more than five shots a game, <laughs> you're in trouble. What do you mean? Trey Murphy's good. He's all right. He's a really good three point shooter. He should not be shooting 16 shots. He shouldn't be shooting 16. Two pointers. I think he can shoot 10 threes. I mean, he shot 40% from three. You're fine with him. He plays good defense. I don't mind that. But Herbert Jones had a really awful game. Jonas Valanciunas is fine, but he's Jonas not a is second a fine signer. He's but, he's a not, fine but he's not signer. a second scorer, is what I'm saying. Oh, he's not at all. So, no. so and the team. He's just has, a worse version of The team has depth problems. You know, they're using Josh Richardson. I know he's a Spurs fan. I have some opinions on him. but um, Or maybe none because he's so irrelevant for the Spurs. But. Uh, and them Josh Richardson <laughs> because we got a good trade out of it. <laughs> Zion, Zion really needs to get 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 it together. Uh, I, I don't know what he's doing. He was dunking in pregame, but he wasn't able to play. Um, the, the Pelicans are in a weird spot, and it's one of those teams that people have been saying for a while. They're that next team up. They have a great young core. Now it's time to do something with it. You know, Jones and Murphy are good role players. Zion and Ingram should be a great one-two punch, but they're not right now, and that's been pretty disappointing. We have. Oh, we have more 40-yard line breaking oh, news. No. I was like, why is he on his phone? Because oh, I just like, I was like, why my Twitter? I keep my Twitter on for all college basketball and NFL and um, Texas football news. Like, that and obviously Evan Sweets, too. Thanks, um, man. But um, a tweet from a uh, certified New Yorker uh, writer and a fantasy football guy. 
Five-star Memphis recruit Mikey Williams, the top player in the Tigers' upcoming freshman class, has reportedly been arrested on five felony gun charges oh, in the God. San Diego area. Too bad Mikey Williams is not relevant anymore, but... Still, though. That's crazy. Five. I mean, he's still a five-star. I didn't realize that, too. Yeah, wild, yeah, yeah. But anyway, sorry, regardless. Yeah, Pelicans are in trouble. Mikey Williams did not expect to hear that name today. Zion's played 114 games thus far in his NFL or in his NBA career. I believe he's missed over 180 as well. I mean, he's just yeah, kind of... At some point, you gotta be like, "Are we nearing bust level?" He's never played in the playoffs. He he could potentially be one of the worst number one overall picks. But I mean, you know, when he plays, he's amazing. He no, played sixty-one games in twenty-one. But and, the dude doesn't play. But he doesn't play. But he doesn't play. And it's crazy thinking that we might be t- calling this guy one of the biggest busts of the last ten years. I mean, we'll have to see. But if I mean, if he plays next all next year, then you can't say that. If but he doesn't get his word together and his act together, his NBA career is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's absolutely okay. Well, maybe not over. I mean, he's too talented to not be on a roster for the next like five years. It it just sounds like the biggest issue is his weight. Yeah, that's all it sounds. One motivation too. It seems like he just doesn't care, which is odd for a guy who's so talented. But either way, I mean, on a more on a more good note, Thunder. I mean, what a fun team. Josh Giddey's great. Lou Dort. Anyway, like twenty points. Thunder heading to play the Timberwolves. Yeah, playing the Timberwolves tonight. uh, They play tonight at the Target Center. Who's taking it? Probably the Thunder. I, I, think really? I, I think I want them to win more as well. Wow, we're going to split on something for once. <laughs> we never split on a thing. Wait, what do you mean? We split on the last thing. Yeah, but that's like different. I'm just, I'm a LeBron lover. So I'm yeah. always, no, I actually think the Thunder are going to get whammed by the Wolves tonight. Yeah. I don't know. Anthony Edwards gives me no confidence after that last game. I just, to I, be fair, Carl Anthony Towns is going to feast. He, he will have a great game. I just, I, I you know, the Timberwolves fans, because they've been so depressed for so many years and they lost out on Kevin Garnett, they have so little things to be happy about in life that their fans are actually always show up. And I remember that sh- iconic shot of Patrick Beverly last year <laughs> when they won the play <laughs> game. His, his championship. I mean, I, I really think the Timberwolves, um, especially if OKC doesn't figure out how to exploit Rudy Gobert, I think they're going to have a field day with it. Yeah. Well, is Gobert playing? He is questionable, but he's okay. active to play. If okay. he, if, gotcha. if, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. Uh, I think um, I think we can go over to the East now. Yeah. But th- that is they would that team would be playing the Nuggets as the one seed. I'll just say it. I don't think any team is is going to beat the Nuggets out of those two. But still, definitely not. Definitely um, not. First of all, go to Hawks Heat. Probably the the least. I guess probably the worst showing from one team was Stick, the Heat. Sticky popsicle. Sticky popsicle. Trey Young's gross. Yeah. <laughs> weird um <laughs> you're an odd person oh it was a disgusting performance uh playoff jimmy butler isn't real anymore he's dead <laughs> one game he's playoff dead. jimmy b is no, dead. He, he was pretty he was pretty mediocre that game tyler hero no help um I'm, this continues my bam out of bios overrated trade nice i'm actually i'm all on that trade. i love that trade. that guy is so bad in the playoffs and like he's good like he's not bad but their big three right now did not look very good and mm. then it's those three and bums i'll just say it Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, those guys are awful. Kevin Love, bum. Kevin Love, I didn't remember him playing, if I'm being honest. He played three minutes. Uh, there you go. Kyle Lowry, bum. Cody Martin off the bench had zero points in 30 minutes. That guy was just <laughs> running around. I mean, that guy gets paid to do – I did the ma- Wait, same amount he did. He had five rebounds. Wow, that's crazy. He had zero <laughs> points. Yeah, Jimmy Butler plus minus negative 10. Yeah, yeah. Butler six of nineteen, and and I didn't feel his defense either. Like it wasn't something that I was like, "Wow, he's and, really making an impact." And Butler's defense is usually one of his strongest things his, in yeah, the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, um, Kyle Lowry though did have thirty three points out of nowhere. By the way, he he's, was in his bag that game. He was he was playing like prime Kyle Lowry, like no, like he's Raptors. A bum. I mean, <laughs> he's a bum. He's washed. <laughs> You're saying. Do you ever say anything nice to anyone on this podcast? Honestly, no. <laughs> no. Honestly, no. Like, can you give can you give anyone their flowers in this game? Because you 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 gave the two highest scores. You called one of them a popsicle stick, and the other one a bum. Okay, so, fine. I'll give some love to some guy that we could never have, and I, we tried so hard to get in San Antonio. I'll give some love to John Collins. <laughs> no, I thought you were say Deontay Murray. No. <laughs> Whatever. Effective shooting night. Uh, Four of eight. I, did well defensively. I so. will definitely give love to uh, Clint Capella. Twenty-one rebounds. Eight yeah. on the offensive glass. Yeah. Yeah. They had no answer for him. And well, uh, what is it? I mean, they outrebounded them by like I want to say twenty. They had forty-one defensive rebounds and twenty-two offensive rebounds. Yeah, they, they had sixteen more offensive rebounds than than the Heat. Twenty-four that's, more rebounds in total. That's heinous. Um, Sadiq Bay. I I talked about him in our podcast. The, the trade. I was like, this is gonna be a big move. He showed up. You did. Sadiq you Bay did talk club. about that. Yeah. Oh, Sadiq Bay. Um, 
Villanova legend. Uh, there's not much to say about this. Hawks won pretty easily. It was, the, it it was, was never with intent. It, yeah, it wasn't even... The score, like, it's closer than... You, the 116-105 score is closer than it actually was. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the Hawks, like, it was clear by halftime. Mm-hmm. It was, this game was over. Onyeka Kungu had a really good game. He was locking that Bam out of bio. The, the, just the big men of the Hawks were too much I'm, for uh, the Heat. So, Hawks, who they draw now? They, they draw they, Celtics? They go draw the Celtics. They draw I, Celtics. I think it's a sweep, if I'm being honest. I'm gonna be real with you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Celtics. I'm calling are, Celtics sweep. I like that. I'll take that. I'll take a Celtics sweep. What I look at the Hawks is that their lineup is deeper than I thought it would be because they had nine guys. Seven of them scored more than ten points. The two that didn't were starters. So, you know, well, I mean, off the, the bench, Bogdanovich is a sharpshooter. Yeah, but I mean, still, you didn't expect. What's is it, Jalen? J- yeah, Jalen Johnson. Right? Jalen I, was, Johnson. Like, I was making sure it was the right name. Were you thinking Joe Johnson, Brooklyn Nets legend? <laughs> I was not. Uh, I said Joe. They had fifty three points off the bench. That's over. That's, that's, that's awesome. Over half the points that, like the Heat had. Yeah, that's, so, that, that's awesome. Yeah. So you'll have to see that. But I mean, the Celtics, one of the deepest teams in the league. I mean, when Malcolm Brogdon is your sixth man, sixth man of the year, who's going to be this year? Um, you know, you're doing it right. So. I just think the Celtics are too good of a team for the Hawks. I mean, the Celtics are, unless they somehow face a bad second half or second second round matchup, I mean, they're on a, a firestorm to meet up with the Celtics. Or I agree. with the Bucks in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you know, we've talked about that so many times on this podcast. Yeah. There's only three teams out of this East that's making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, I think we both agree. Yeah. Um, um, also, look, look up Blank Boy 39 for this next one we're about to talk about because it was awesome. He's the guy on Twitter or TikTok. Have you never watched him before? I probably have. Oh, uh, watch him after. I'll show him after. Anyway, let's talk Let's talk to this next one. It's a, it's a, it's a video. I'm not going to pull it up. Like, <laughs> another, another San Antonio Spurs legend, DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> oh, yeah. As we transfer into our last game. Okay, um, let's not give credit to DeMar DeRozan. Let's give credit to his daughter. Let's give credit to his daughter. Because DeRozan was fine. His daughter. The greatest defensive performance in the playoffs since, uh, I don't know, Gary Payton. I'm going to say since Tim Duncan had a quad, almost had a near quadruple double <laughs> in game six of the 2003 NBA Finals, <laughs> where he was only one block away from a quadruple double, that's how impressive this performance was from DeMar DeRozan's daughter. <laughs> Crazy reference. <laughs> Um, the Bulls came into the uh, fourth quarter down nine, yep. and yep. they ended up winning by four. So huge fourth quarter from the Bulls. I didn't think they were winning this game at all. But what the big the big decider was Raptors shot throws, eighteen baby. from thirty six from the free throws. Demar Derozan's daughter was just screaming every time. Scotty Barnes admitted that it was something like it was it was distracting them because they were shooting bricks every time they came up to the line. It was crazy. I, I don't know what happened, but that was wild. Yeah, well, officially on Chicago Bulls, or it was tweeted by Chicago Bulls uh, fan. Um, I believe her name's Deanna. Uh, is it Deanna? Deanna? DeRozan's daughter? Yeah. The, I think it's Deanna. Daughter. I can, uh, let's check right now. It is DR. DR? DR? It's okay. like Dior with an A. Uh, so they said, uh, "Dr. DeRozan, coach's decision. DNP will not travel. <laughs> will not travel with the team to Miami." <laughs> I think that's hilarious. That's um, basically, Toronto is trash, and I'm so happy this happened because you know I know the playing games actually don't count for the playoffs or the regular season. But Toronto finished exactly 500. This game, if it had counted, technically puts them below 500. So that means the Warriors now have like the same record on the road as the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does? It's because like they like done the like the like the measurements, and like the Spurs were like three and something on the road this season, and the Golden State Warriors against five hundred teams. Oh, war- yeah, you have to. Sorry, against five hundred teams. This is the most nitpick stack I've ever heard. I just think it's hilarious. You're I mean, taking playoff loss and making it your narrative about no, the Spurs. I'm creating a narrative because I just need something to like keep San Antonio relevant. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be the most. We have San Antonio players all over this game. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll actually go into the game instead of instead of JC's random tangent. Uh, Zach Levine okay. almost dropped forty. That guy was on a tear last night, or not last night, but recently. And it took like uh, the second half too, though. Yeah, I'm he really he really started cooking in the second half, and that that Alex Caruso defense got to give it to him. He was playing very well. Mm. To be fair, Fred Van Fleet's terrible. Yeah, we now like one of the worst twenty six point performances you'll ever see. Eight of twenty two. I um, mean, he hit the threes. I'll give him that. But the thing is, he hasn't been hitting threes this season. He's been shooting like. 35%. Mm-hmm. And everyone said the reason he was only ever successful was because he was surrounded by Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. And the one season he has to, like, you know, fully go by himself, can't get it done. Well, in Spicy P, Pascal Siakam, was playing well. He had, he had 32 points. He was, he was there in the defensive class. Maybe not the free throws were good. Um, my big thing with this is that this really, I feel like the Raptors, I think both these teams are teams that should start blowing it up. 
I thought the Raptors should have done it in midseason. The Raptors need to blow it up. Um, Bulls, yeah. even though this win happened, they still do. I, I don't care. <laughs> like I, they still do. But Raptors, they have some talent. They obviously, you know, OJ Anunoby and Scotty Barnes are great players. Yep. But they shot a combined eleven for twenty six. Yep. Three for nine from three. They just weren't what you wanted. They need to become second options, and they weren't. And that's really, you know, bad for them. Also, they're, they're great wing players, but they're not – none of them are stars. And I, I feel like they're not going to get there. And speaking of not stars, I mean, Zach Levine is the only star on this Bulls team. And he's not even a superstar. He's just a star. Yeah. Was, um, but I will say, DeRozan is good. He's a good player. DeRozan's a good player. And, you know, I think San Antonio really helped him extend his career life. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think San Antonio helped him extend Pop, his career Pop's life. the career saver. Oh, for sure. Patrick Beverly, I don't know why you picked him up. Yes, I understand that like you thought you could make a playoff run, but you're not making a playoff run with this team. I mean, it beats. I'd rather have Patrick Beverly out there than Kobe White. I'll say I, that. I agree completely. But what are you doing? You're playing every year to be the eighth and seventh seed. That's yeah, what you're doing every year if you're a Bulls team. Um, just mediocrity. Vucevic, he's wash. <laughs> he's like, not wash. He had a very good performance, but he's just not the guy he was four years ago. And everyone recognized that the second he came to Chicago. I would say he's wa- he's still above average center. Like I'd rather have him than Jakob Pertl. I love Jakob. Yeah. Okay. Let's I not, love Jakob. The let's double, not double, act like Jakob Pertl is better than Nikola Vucevic. The double double king. Yeah. He I mean, had a double double. I mean, Vucevic is thirty two though. I mean, I say he's, I say that because he's on the back half now. He's oh entered, yeah, he's I agree with the that. Back he's half. definitely not washed. That's, his, just a, that's just not true. His prime's over. Okay, you're right. I sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I would, he's not averaging twenty five anymore. Yeah. For the first time in this podcast, I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. For sure. First time ever. First time. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Vucevic, mm, it's just he's on the back half of his prime. And, you know, he did play all 82 games this season, which yeah, was that, that's very huge. impressive. Yeah. He's been, uh, excuse me, he's been actually very healthy his entire Chicago Bulls tenure. Last year, he got in for 73 games as well. And he's still putting up 30, 30 plus minutes. But, you know, I just really see him. I mean, he he's he's getting up there in age. DeRozan's got to be what now? Thirty four, probably. He's, he's DeRozan pretty, is yeah. thirty three now. Yeah. But um, I mean, he's, it's it's an older team. And, it's an old team. And like Lonzo is there when he's healthy, but he's not young anymore. It's it's definitely there's just not much to look forward to. And I mean, there's speculation that we might never see Lonzo Ball play basketball again. Is there really? I haven't heard that. Yeah, because he's missing the entire next season as well. It sounds oh, like. Oh God. It wow. sounds like it sounds like he's going to undergo another one, and there's. I mean, it's going to be, by the time he comes back, we probably won't have seen this guy play in the NBA in two years. God, yeah. I mean, That's Clay Thompson numbers. Both Bulls and Raptors are in weird spots. Um, I will say one thing I wanted to note about the Raptors I forgot to mention earlier is uh, they, on that last Siakam free throw where they had he had to miss, they were down by two, he had one more free throw attempt after missing one. Uh, they did not have Jakob Pertl out there yeah, to rebound dumb. it. That was really dumb. I, I like, tweeted about it because I was like, why, I saw that. That was a good tweet. Why, yeah. <laughs> why trade? He got traded for a first, I want to say, right? Uh, Portal? Yeah. It was a... Like a 25 It first? was a second-round pick swap, and I want to say a 25 unprotected. Yeah. Yeah. Why trade that for a guy who's known for rebounding and then not put him in for the most important rebound of the season? I mean, Crazy. He, he was the only rebounder we had in San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. The guy was consistently pulling down 12, such 14, a, 14 a night. Such a weird decision from uh, Nick Nurse. Nick but, Nurse uh, is kind of an idiot. I'm yeah, not going to lie. He, he, he's definitely uh, n- having trouble beating the washed allegations. But To be fair, though, Toronto has the one of the best GMs. In the yeah, league, the so theory. I think yeah. they will blow it up, and I think Toronto will be a lottery team, uh, 2024, 2025. That would not surprise so, me. And, and even if you blow it up, even if you blow it up, what you can say is that they do have Barnes, who won't get traded. I mean, he could Maybe, be a star in the making. Ananobi this offseason is going to garner trade potential. Like he's still a good player. He didn't have a great game, but they still also have one more game left between the Heat and the Raptors. Who do you have? Heat and Raptors. <laughs> God, I mean, I'm gonna take the heat. I think I'm, I have too. I'm, yeah. gonna ta- I'm gonna take the heat. Um, let's go 114, 103. Lord of the score. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take heat 114, 103. I don't think either team's scoring that much. I think 105, 99. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's a bad scoring game for these two teams. A bad scoring game. It's just, I mean, the Eastern Conference. We've talked about it so much this season. There's just really not. There's a tier one. And then there's a big gap, and then there's tier two teams. Yeah, and it's just so significant, and it's it's so frustrating to see. Well, um, yeah, the way you see it is that you know you have the the top three with Philadelphia included, with Milwaukee and right. Boston. Cleveland's definitely that fourth team. I would say they're in their own tier between the two. Yeah, and then you have New York, Brooklyn, the the other playing teams, and Cleveland's good, but they lack 
they have a weird rotation and they lack playoff experience, yep. which I think, you know, Donovan Mitchell has some struggles in the playoffs. Garland and, and Mobley and, and th- that team is good, but I just don't see them beating any of the top three. And then after that, Brooklyn is a team that's, you know, in, in limbo. They're, they're not here to win a championship. Yep. New York's not going to win. So, yep. Uh, while we have you here, let's go ahead and rapid fire it. All right. We're going to rapid fire it. We're not going to give any reasons why. <laughs> All right. We're just going to say how many games it takes. Rapid fire the first round because it does start on Sunday. How many total games? Well, no, no, no. Like, like you know. Like, oh, with each? Like, 4-2, Cleveland, or something like that, you know? Okay. All right, ready? Uh, so, Milwaukee, obviously, I think they're going to sweep no matter who they get. Yeah. Milwaukee's going to sweep. Cleveland, New York series. Uh, New York in seven. Okay. I got Cleveland in six. Okay. Cleveland in six. Philadelphia versus the Brooklyn Nets. Sixers and five. I, got, I, I also have six. Hey, I, I think we can both agree that like they'll they'll pull one out. I also have the Sixers and five. We said Boston Atlanta was a sweep. sweep. Denver. I mean, I think Denver probably drops one game to whichever the team they play. Evan, we are just on it, today. dude. I was also it. gonna say we're they were gonna on drop it. one because they are nefarious for that. Uh, Denver will drop one, and it will be at home. That's at my, home. Okay. It will be at home. Phoenix, LA. This is gonna be a fun series. Sun sweep. Wow. I'm a certified Clippers hater. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was wild. That threw me off. I'll say it. Like, okay, I know they have good, like, their matchups are good because Kawhi can guard KD and Paul George can guard Booker. The, like, Kevin Durant, I don't think people understand how much better KD is than, than everyone else in the people series. also just don't understand that Kevin Durant had one of the greatest NBA seasons of all time. Like, like looking at him, like, performance-wise. Like, yeah, if he, had pl- if he had played more games and kept up the pace, he would be, like, the MVP. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. It was it was an it was a 90. 55-40-90, which 50, has never been done. That's wild. I got I got Phoenix, I got Phoenix in six. I'm I'm feeling a sweep. I'm I, telling I you. think this is gonna be harder than their second round matchup. Against Denver? Yeah. Oh, I don't hear you. Yeah. Either way, next Whatever. one. Whatever. Kings. Sacramento Golden State. This is gonna be a fun series. Yeah, I think this is a seven gamer. I think no this, way. I think this is a, Wow. I think it's a seven game. I really who do I think? You have me? hot takes today, bro. Damn. I think I'm still taking the Warriors. I kind of hate it, but I think I will. I'm taking Warriors in six just because of experience. Yeah. And just because you have the greatest three-point shooter of all time. I will say, I mean, De'Aaron Fox is like, you know, it's different in the playoffs, but De'Aaron Fox has so far had everyone in clutch metrics. He's also a fantastic defender. Yeah, that like, I I am confident that Fox can, can pull some games out. But I do think that the Warriors just have too good of a roster on paper. Especially that Wiggins is now officially cleared to play. Yeah. So we'll see how that happens. Wiggins legacy game on the way. Uh, I got yeah, I got Warriors in six. Okay, and then obviously I said Lakers in seven. You said Memphis in five. Right? Yeah, I think I think I'll switch to six. <laughs> I, okay. think, I think I think I'm, I'm a little more confident in six. All right, Memphis in six, Lakers in seven. Um, nice. we'll, we'll come back and check on all these, but guys, we're excited to be taking you through these NBA playoffs. Yeah, it's gonna really be fun. Excited. I'm actually like. Like, I've not been a fan of basketball over the last, like, two, three years. This has been one of my favorite NBA seasons in a while. I agree. And, um, Love yeah. The drama. It's just been... I love the drama. It's been a while since the NBA's been this interesting. Yeah. And it's really not even out of the East. Well, it's I, out of the West. I, the West is so awesome. Well, I love that it's not just Warriors-Cavs anymore. I, I, I hate to be that that guy who always brings that up, but I feel like I really stay, like soured my feeling about the NBA back oh, when it, it was... Oh, it made it go stale for a yeah, few years. Yeah, it just, it just wasn't fun for a while. And then and then it was, you know, Bucks came around, but the, no team's been dominant since then, which I like. I agree. But, you know, that's all we got on that end. And you guys know what time it is. Uh-oh, it's <laughs> stupid time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we have today, and we are doing great on time, so we'll try to keep the segment under seven minutes so I can go rock climbing. Uh, <laughs> let's do top five walkout song draft and yep. this doesn't actually have to be actual players that do it it's just what, what we, we would pick like and I'm like when we said that we're saying like you know like we've like we've been pounding pounding the juice with the boys and then we're going to our peewee softball game or like our like soft pitch or slow pitch softball like this is our walkout song slow pitch softball we're 35 you know our wives are yelling at us you know they're like it's Tuesday night why can't you stay home? We're like, we gotta go hang out with Yanni and Michael and Kamal and Zach. We gotta go play slow pitch softball. This is gonna be the most odd introduction to a segment we've ever done. No, but this is you what just I see. name dropped four people that no one, no one outside of those four would know. I mean, to be fair, I think Yanni has some people listen to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Thank I feel, you. Yanni. I feel like I feel like we talk about our. I feel like you like me especially. I talk about my friends enough to like a lot of people like that. Everybody will recognize that listens. That's that's fair. Yeah, because fair. I am a. You know, I'm, I'm a social You're guy. You're a social man. Yeah, yeah, I'm a very social guy. Been very blessed lately. Um, you know, it's just like fantastic opportunities meeting people. Had a great time meeting people. Had just great coffee, great chats, great great life. I'm keeping my peace. 
Let's do top five walkout songs. Okay, am I picking first or are you picking first? Uh, you can have it. All right. I think he'd say because he's not going to take what I'm doing. I'm going Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. I love that song. That song. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That, that introduction, you're walking out, the pitcher got a softball and kick. No, I'm saying kickball. They got Ooh, the rubber ball in okay. hand. They hear Mad City. I come out with my, my cleats on. They're, they're scared. They're quaking in their boots. They're quaking. They're shivering the timbers. They're shivering in their timbers. They're shivering in the Mad City's honestly is a fire one. Um, I'll come back to Kendrick Lamar later. I'll come okay. back. I'll come back on the Kendrick Lamar train later. I think. I, ju- I just think you know like if we're doing like you know because okay so if you, those of you don't know Kendrick's Evancore, all right. <laughs> okay. So if we're doing that, we gotta do JC Core. So we gotta do a Kid Cudi song. Yeah, I was gonna say. So. <laughs> Immortal. I think I'm coming out. Honestly. And it's not even a hype song. I think I'm coming out to Day and Night. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, but that's like that's like a vibe. That's no, like it's a vibe. Actually, no. Cha- I'm changing my answer. I'm changing my answer. Okay. I'm coming out to. Actually, I need to bring up my Spotify too. I, I'm gonna tell you right now what exactly what song I'm coming out. Oh God. I'm coming out to Intergalactic Love Connection Part Two <laughs> by Ken Cudi. Oh, no, Intergalactic Love Connection Part Two, Kid Cudi. <laughs> that is my that is my song. All right. My song next one. Uh, this is a song that both JC and I are big enjoyers of, uh, and so that's, it's kind of like a, it's an offensive move for, for me to take it. Um, give me Family Ties by Baby oh, Keem. You're a jackass. <laughs> okay, what... <laughs> I, <laughs> he started playing. I am coming out to the BC Boys. <laughs> uh, no sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> We're going to such a different, like... <laughs> different vibes. I'm coming out. Actually, no. I'm coming out to BC Boys Fight for Your Ride. Okay. I'm coming out to You BC can't Boys change Boys. your answer from here on out. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's fair. Um, my third one. Uh, <laughs> my third one is definitely. Uh, th- there's a few ones that I'm thinking about. There's one that's sticking out to me. One that's speaking to me. Okay. I already have my next one, so. There's some people in school that are talking about them. Love Sosa by Chief Keef. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm coming out to Can't Tell Me Nothing. Okay, yeah. Like Kanye, Can't that, Tell that, Me that's Nothing. That's a vibe. That's a yeah. vibe. Um, hmm. You, you, like, picked so quickly that I'm like, I didn't have my thing ready. I'm sorry. No. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I know I know, uh, I know exactly uh, what route I want to take this. Oh, um. And this fifth one's going to be the important one. Like, the, these last, so we each have two picks left. These last two, we're getting to the sixth and seventh. All right, all right. I'm going six foot, seven foot by Little Wayne at that first little. Excuse my charisma. <laughs> there you go. God, we are so. Old. That's really good, actually. <laughs> did you know that? You know, I went climbing to uh, Little Wayne the other day. You did. It was weird. It was out there. Okay, that's actually a super good one. Um, oh, I know what I'm coming out to. Yeah. I know. All right, so, you know, seventh inning stretch right here. I'm coming out to Enter Sandman live, oh, yeah. live from Mexico City, Metallica, because it starts with luchador music. That's, uh... And it goes... <laughs> and then they're just like, who's ready to die? And cannons just shoot. So, yeah, I'm doing that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, all right, well... Here's the thing, uh, I'm kind of out of uh, things that I can think of, um, so I'm gonna go with, huh? Uh, mm, these are not good options for me. Uh, uh, mm. He just only listens to one type of music, guys. He's not well rounded. Well, I just can't act like. It. Oh, I'm gonna go bonfire my childish Gambino to wrap oh, it out. Oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> No, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah, a fire yeah. Do not play it. Do I'm not, not going to play it. Okay, his child is going to be a homegrown drop at like the Nasdaq. You can't Ooh, say the next few logs. You cannot. No, you can't say the next few logs. Bro, he's like Prince's Diamond. Yeah, I do. We just have five rap songs. Wait, Bonfire's on fire. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm having my rap, oh, my, uh, my group of songs. I feel like these are very much like embellic of our personality. This actually too. is. Because well, I was going to I was gonna pick, uh, I was thinking about this one, but... Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I actually was like, on that one. Yeah. It was Father Stretch My Hands, part yeah. one. That's a good one. I don't know why you didn't do that one. Uh, just, you know, Bonfire. Bonfire is crazy. Uh, yeah, I know I'm a little controversial for I was game. trying to think of older hype songs, but I just, like, couldn't think of any. Like, someone enter Sandman. I'm like, I was trying to think of something. I'm like, like what songs are they? Like, uh, like, similar to that? Yeah. 
Or like, I mean, <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> coming Undone by Corn. <laughs> um, I think for my last one, I'm coming out to Heads Will Roll A-Track Remix. Oh my god, of course you would. My sister would love that. Heads Will Roll, Heads a- will roll A-Track. Heads Will Roll A-Track Remix is how I think I'm going to Can I do Big Booty Remix over 18? <laughs> I am a big booty mix seventeen guy. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> what about "Living on a Prayer" by uh, <laughs> by what's his name, uh, Bon Jovi? Yeah, that would be corny. You would like that. Yeah, I would. You My dad would hate that. If you heard me coming out to a Bon Jovi song, if I made it to the MLB and that song I'd pick, you would kill me. God, he hates Bon Jovi. God, your dad's awesome. He dude. is so cool. Uh, Happy dad, birthday, Dad. Your dad just gets it. Um, oh, I have to show you. We got another Jesse Compost classic text today. Nice. I, I have to show it to you at the end of the episode. <laughs> just, where's Dave dropping the dad it's like, today? It's like what he said to me at Jersey Mike's level. For those who've made it this far, because um, we're going to skip past that, let us know who you like more. Um, I had a bunch of rap songs. JC had like Kid Cudi, uh, some also rap songs, some some older songs, which I, you respect. Yep. Yep. But I think that's it for us. We we got under an hour. We did it. We on this. We we here, baby. Yeah. Um, guys, another actually good episode. I'm, I'm surprisingly decently surprised considering the state I was in this morning. I was wearing sunglasses and eating a lime popsicle, and we just and we're here. And we're, and here. we're here. We're thriving. I'm I'm keeping my peace. <laughs> um, the University of Texas Austin is the greatest university of all time. Um, I think we're gonna. I think if you're <laughs> okay. cool, if you're cool with saying it, I'm cool with saying it. Uh, we're making some progress right now. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to uh, our friend and now, I guess, colleague, worker, colleague, yeah. colleague employee, uh, co-worker, Claire Dominique Smith. Um, Dominique. Who will, na- who will now be helping us with our social media yep. and marketing. Uh, Claire has been very helpful and had a very uh, fruitful and productive meeting with Evan and I yesterday. Fruitful and productive. That's fruitful and productive. She's been very helpful with us. Big shout out to Claire. Yeah, thank you, Claire. Um, we think, you know, we think that we're just going to invest in ourselves and we want to go with somebody who has experience. Yep. So we're very excited, but you guys would definitely, I know you're happy to see it. I won't be running the Instagram anymore. I know I'm excited about yes, it. Yes, thank God. <laughs> going to be a lot of big things happening for the 40, hopefully, and we are very excited to be, you know, having y'all on this journey very excited for y'all to keep listening and let's just see what we can do yeah think you got anything open? Yeah, i'm done i mean happy birthday mark good to, good to see jesse campos today yeah. so i'm very and excited about, and adrian you God, i can't forget adrian he's actually never met my parents guys yeah it's crazy so let's see how this goes yeah. <laughs> hopefully they like me <laughs> oh i'm cramping oh, oh i'm charlie horsing we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> not charlie horse go 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 <laughs> all right uh let's that's all for the 40 yard line until next week y'all have a good one